So today I want to talk about the highly anticipated Bitcoin halving that's going to occur, uh, as well as provide some of my predictions and you know just provide an overall understanding of what the event is and what some potential implications of the event are. Now it's important to know this if you are a current investor or you know someone that's interested in investing or thinking about investing. It's important to have this information because a lot of times we can get caught up on the on the surface level sort of you know emotion driven rallies that people go on and you know you see bitcoin trending and you see the prices up you know 200% or whatever and you feel the need to jump in where you don't have an understanding of what you know the core elements of bitcoin are and why certain things were put in place and you know what what has happened in the past because it's 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 wise to refer to the past especially when it comes to bitcoin this is something that has occurred twice before and you know whatever happened after those halvings is a good thing to have reference of so without further ado what is a bitcoin halving now essentially what happens is after every 210,000 blocks bitcoin goes through a process called halving where the new supply of bitcoin is cut in half as well as the reward that the miners get for you know mining a block of bitcoin now it's also important to note that the miners do a lot more than just mine you know, blocks for their own profit or whatever it may be. They also maintain the network. They also aid in transactions and all those things factor in, you know, after the halving, because when the reward is cut in half, you know, what do you think the miners feel like doing? They, they're now getting half of what they were previously getting and they have to essentially bank on, you know, higher trading fees or uh, the price of Bitcoin rising. If we refer to the past, which we'll get to, a lot of miners leave right after the halving and the hash rate drops down which you know the higher the hash rate the more secure the network is and if the hash rate drops down too low you could have these cartels these online you know cryptocurrency cartels that can hack the networks and then you know a lot of people's wallets get compromised so that's an important fact to note because we will get to that now to get into why it occurs it's important to note that there's a 21 million cap on bitcoin meaning there will only be 21 million Bitcoins that will ever exist. The most important reason why there's a cap on the supply of Bitcoin is because of how the US dollar operates. Now the Federal Reserve controls the US dollar and recently we've seen them in injecting tons of money artificially inflating shit. You can't do that with Bitcoin and that's the reason why there's a cap on it because you can't just inject more Bitcoin in the system. You can't inflate it. It's meant to be a deflationary asset. Another reason to kind of quickly point out was that once they first designed it, they weren't really sure that it would take off or people would even, you know, put their money in it. So it's essentially an incentive that always has limited supply. And if the price, you know, if the demand keeps going up um, and the supply is limited, then you have increase in price or consistent increase in price rather. So and that's another quick point of, you know, why there's a 21 million cap. And this is essentially what everyone's waiting on. What happens when Bitcoin halves? Now, the number one thing to point out is that these miners play an essential role in the ecosystem. You know, not only do they mine blocks, they aid in transactions. They're also responsible for the upkeep. We talked about the hash rate and that's where these miners factor in. They essentially use their computational you know, powers to maintain the network to aid in transactions meaning if you want to sell something it queues up on their system and they have to go through the protocol the process to make those trades occur in a safe manner 
a lot of this isn't really relevant to the average investor that just wants to know, you know, are we going to make money off of this? Or are we not going to make money off of this? But I just wanted to put that in there for people that were curious about that information. So, so the first halving occurred in 2012. The price went from $11 to $12. The second halving occurred in 2016. Uh, price went from 576 to 650 And this is kind of what happens when you have a lot of attention on one thing where people are now more aware of you know how things work and uh, looking at historic data, what happens after the halving. So a lot of people made money, but this is an important point to note. The anticipation of the halving is already factored into the price before the halving occurs. And that's kind of what we saw happening uh, in the past week when you know we saw that gradual increase in Bitcoin hitting about $10,100. I believe the anticipation of the event was factored in within that rally that occurred and uh, i'll get into why a lot of people sold and why the price went down i believe it was 200 million dollars that were liquidated by people that were already up and this is an interesting statistic that came out uh, about 80 percent of people that hold bitcoin are in the money which which means their average cost is lower than the current price so they're in the money and i kind of fall in that category as well where I'm profitable right now, so I could easily sell cash out, you know, not worry about the volatility and not worry about the uncertainty of the event or what's going to happen and how the public responds to it. And a lot of people feel the same way, which is why we saw that drop and $200 million worth of Bitcoin was liquidated based on the assumption that the anticipation and the sort of implications of the halving were already factored in, meaning the price rose because people were expecting it to rise after the halving. And then people that identified that actually sold because they understood, well, if it's already factored in, it's not going to happen again. And that's an interesting point to note. Now, we don't know what happens, right? That's the beautiful part about this. No one knows what happens accurately. Because if anyone could predict what happens accurately, they would make billions of dollars off of this. And some people will. Now, another point to note in terms of the potential increase or decrease in prices, there's so much volume now where, you know, people are trading millions and millions of Bitcoin a day that even if the reward gets cut in half, it's not really going to make that much of a difference for the miners because they're making a lot more money on the trading fees that they get. You know, if I could give a definitive answer, I'd be, you know, I'd be a billionaire. So can't really do that. But in, but in my opinion, what I think will happen is we may have another one of those FOMO driven sort of emotion driven rallies. But that's also hard to predict because I feel like we just had that. You know, if you look at the charts, I encourage everyone that's listening, you know, if you made it this far and you're interested Go look at the charts, go look at the trajectory, do your own research and come up with a rationalization of what you think will happen because it's extremely difficult to predict accurately what's going to happen. We can only consume information about this and you know, make our own judgments or make our own predictions regarding it. That's how you either make money or you lose money. So you know, who knows what happens? I think it's important to just have an understanding of how this works, have an understanding of, you know, the core elements that make up Bitcoin and how the transactions occur and how the miners factor into this, which I hope I provided for you guys. I would honestly encourage you to sit this one out 
especially if you're young and you don't really understand what's going on you know just don't go in because people are saying buy bitcoin they want more people to buy bitcoin they want that rally to start again where it's trending and people are you know putting money in so the price gets increased but don't do that sit this one out just observe what happens we'll have data from three halfings after this one occurs and then we can kind of you know formulate a accurate sort of trajectory as to what happens because it's uncertain 2012 was uncertain 2016 was uncertain and 2020 is going to be uncertain there's no accurate sort of assessment as to what happens